Is your domain name registered with Google? It won't be for long. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Go to factormeals.com slash macvoices50 and use the code macvoices50 to get 50% off. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, the Mac Voices Live panel wraps up this particular conversation with commentary on Google getting out of the domain name registration business and why it maybe shouldn't have been a surprise to much of anyone. Then we take a look at some of Spotify's recent news and changes and try to determine whether it will make them competitive. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. I mean, I'm, I'm glad to hear you guys back me up a little bit. There's nothing wrong with someone squeezing as much life as they possibly can out of things. Of course not. Of and, course. you know, I, I know that Apple sometimes get gets dinged for, well, to, to Web's point, well, it's only an iPhone 10, And, you know, now they're going to be, we're on the 14, we're going to be going to the 15. And so, you know, why are they cutting me off? Well, you know, the... the I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not an engineer, so I can't say the chips aren't built for it or whatever, or it's just a business decision. But at some point, you know, why is Apple obligated to give you something? You know, certainly Android doesn't feel obligated to do that. Um, but, you know, there are times that, yeah, it's just, it's, it's something new. It's, it's something new. And you're asking, and, and I'll tell you what, I, I don't think it was this show, but I think it was another one. Um, I still have a MacBook Air, one of the one of the first ones with one port. Okay, mm-hmm. and by today's standards, it seems to take forever to boot. It really doesn't take that long, but by today's uh-huh. standards, it does. But it's still a perfectly useful machine. I've frozen it. And I I use it for one thing and one thing only. Jim's holding one up that keeps phasing in now. Mm-hmm. Um, I use it for one thing and one thing only, and that is um, watching webinars and occasionally recording webinars. And it's fine. It does. Mm-hmm. It it it's it's a great single use machine. I think if I tried to trade it in, they might give me twenty five dollars, or I may have to ah. pay them twenty five dollars to ah. get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you know, yeah, fine. I mean, I, I keep no secure information on there, and I keep it as minimal as possible. But I do put it on the internet. Oh, <laughs> thought that was commentary there from Mr. Fuccio. Um, you know, it, it, but these these machines can be repurposed for things. The, the biggest concern is if you're going to take them on the internet is the security issues. Other than that, you can run them until they run into the ground. And just to circle back for a second, that that aged, you know, uh, thirteen down to ten for Meta. I mean, really, come on, guys. You know what is this? You tell me all the protections and all the parental controls you're going to put in and everything. Why do you feel the obligation to go after the ten year old market? Yeah, I agree. I'll leave Get them before there's Division Non Pro. Get them hooked on the product. Yeah. Do you think it'll hook them on the product, or do you just think it'll hook them on the process, and then they'll be looking, you know, to something better? I think depending on what the app experiences, it could, you know, in that 
the social aspects of, you know, connecting with other uh, friends, you know, that also using the product kind of puts them in like an ecosystem of sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're starting to run a little short on time, but I wanted to get everyone's reaction to uh, Google shutting down Google domains and uh, migrating everyone over to Squarespace. Oh, wow. No, I just didn't even know this. Oh, didn't you? Yeah, it broke, news broke Monday or no, no, it broke last week. 15th, last, last five days. Ago. Last yeah. Week. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, why? Other than just the fact but Google that Google does. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, well, that, there's there's that, Jim. But, you know, it, this just seemed to be a little strange to me because it, the domain registration business doesn't seem to be that sophisticated. I know that it's not necessarily going to drive ad revenue, but why would you – I mean, because they, they were talking, I think, like half a million domains registered. No, I no. I think they were talking about having ten million domains that they transferred over. Was okay. So ten million domains, you know, at at whatever price they're charging for a domain. I know, but even by Google standards, that doesn't seem to be. I mean, I think they think that they said um, Squarespace's stock jumped after that, which obviously that's a heck of a revenue. But but I would I I think this is more about you know, Google just trying to improve their internal efficiency and looking around and asking themselves you know why the hell are we in the domain business um, you know and you know trying to you know and you know maybe having you know large large maybe excessive number I'm purely speculating here you know, maybe they have an excessive number of employees on that and. Uh, Rather than try to go through the fights of, you know, what, what do you need and how many can we keep and can we lay off enough mm-hmm. people that just decide just, you know, get out of the business entirely, poof, it's gone. Squarespace, here it is. You know, here's a list of people, hire who you want and you other guys, you have, you know, opportunity to get a new job within Google in 90 days or you're going to be laid off and, you know, boom, done with it. You know, I, I think this is all about uh, internal efficiency gathering than it is, um but like somebody said, is you know why were they in the domain business in the first place? You know, and I read I read an article somewhere over the weekend that said that the reason they wanted to do that is they were wanted to push the whole internet to using HTTPS uh, and getting you know, so every all the traffic would be you know encrypted. So maybe they did that. You know, mission accomplished, and even more reason. Okay, we don't need this stuff anymore. Goodbye. As someone who was a Google Domains customer, this does not surprise me. Uh, they didn't. They kept it relatively quiet. They didn't really offer any uh, hosting options, rather than having your custom do- domain go right to your blogger account. It, I mean, it just always seemed like a half-hearted effort, and Google has quite frankly, deep sticks products that they put way more money into. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that it just got to be an issue with Google that, that uh, uh, they got to that point where they either got to get into it deeper 
or liquidate out of it. And I think that that was the option that they chose. And Square uh, Squarespace was uh, uh, willing to, to take that burden away from them. They talked about it as an asset purchase. I'm wondering what the money was. I haven't seen any of that uh, disclosed yet. I don't know if you guys have, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it just seems like a business decision to me that that get out of it. They're, it's low margin business. There are a lot of, lots of competition. It doesn't do anything for Google's bottom line. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I it's think ten, it's a business decision. Yeah. It's, it's 10 million domains that are out there that are hosted by, by Google domains. So Squarespace is going to get that. Squarespace is only going to honor the pricing for 12 months, and then you know they're going to raise yeah. those prices sky high, and then you're going to interesting to see if anybody sticks around after that. But, I mean, for, for Squarespace, that's 10 million more websites right. that they have a chance to – basically convert that domain into hosting. Right. Exactly. Uh It's ability to upsell, you know, so, um, and again, you know, out of 10 million domains, I'd be really curious to know how many were active. Yeah. You know, how many were just parked? uh, How many were just registered for somebody having the ability to get in an email address? So, you know, there's all sorts of, uh, because I I bet the other competition was probably uh, WordPress. Uh, uh, you know, for you know, taking it over, although their parent company, you know, doesn't have much of a domain server, domain name server business, you know. And then there's what? There's a Canadian company, um, Cover. Yes. Oh, with, uh, two cows is just Cover. Yes. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, so we'll we'll see. I mean, I think, but again, to me, this is just a sign that. You know, <laughs> just you know, Google stuck. Google grow grew and it was so profitable and it was sick its fingers into everything and and now it's having to uh, rationalize and retreat. And there's so many registrars out there as it is anyway. I mean, yeah. Why, yes. why Google really wants to be in that crowded business? They can think that they're moving their focus elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, it was just a time where Google wanted to be everything to everyone. Now they're just kind of retreating back to what their core business is. I mean, Google Workspace is huge. You know, G Suite. That that's that's their bread and butter business on, this, on that end of the business. So, I mean, I remember when they were when they first started the uh, Google Workspace, they were giving out uh, free accounts. I still have one. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it's it, it the business has changed just dramatically. I don't just don't see it. They don't need to be in that anymore. One thing though that surprised me about handing this over to Squarespace is that Squarespace doesn't, at least not right now, they don't host in the traditional fashion, uh, if there is a traditional fashion. <laughs> you know, they, I mean, you can't take your, not, not not easily, well, depending on whether you believe their marketing or not, or how it's built. But you can't just take your WordPress site and move it no. over to Squarespace. No, not at all. It's, it's, it's proprietary. Mean, yeah, and so... Yeah. That, you know, I would have thought, I mean, Squarespace must figure they can do some conversions of people um, because I just, if whoever said it, uh, I'm not sure who said WordPress. I mean, that would have made a certain amount of of sense if there had been a deal negotiated there because then, you know, you could just transfer it over. Um, but, but with Squarespace, really? I 
we'll see. I'm, and I and listen, I, I like I, I I use Squarespace. I have sites on Squarespace. It's a fine fine platform, and there's a lot to be said for once you learn its metaphors, um, it can be a lot less geeky than WordPress. Well, that's, wish that's, the whole, that's the whole attraction to it. Yeah, I, mean, I, have, right. I have family member yeah. who set up their their website and they opted to Squarespace because you know I started showing them WordPress. Oh, I don't want to. That's too complicated for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, it's it's so user friendly that that's what attracted it. I mean, Squarespace did mass amounts of advertising and on podcasts and everywhere else. You start you don't see them as much anymore doing that type of advertising, but they're obviously still out there. Yeah, well, and. David, the only thing I would say is, you know, as as a Squarespace user, there was a little bit of a learning curve. Yeah, um, that's there. There is that. Yeah, but but not. I mean, but definitely not as much as WordPress. Right. So, and you have a lot more control in WordPress. Squarespace kind of limits you to things, and they've done a couple things. It's, you know, in changing designs that, that okay, so now the design your website has had for the last three years, we're going to get rid of that design, but you might like one of these. And meanwhile, you've customized that design to the degree you can. And, there, and now all of a sudden yeah. has to, you know, so there, there are a lot of moving pieces here. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in, you know, like whoever said it, you know, in a year or so when the domains start coming due and, you know, what options the folks are going to have as far as dollar numbers or having to go the, to go to the trouble of moving registrars. So we shall see. Today's Mac voices is supported by factor America's number one, ready to eat meal kit. Go to factormeals.com slash Mac voices 50 and use the code Mac voices 50 to get 50% off. Summer is here, and you're probably looking for some wholesome, convenient meals to support those days full of outdoor activity. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time and eat well. With Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up, too, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, and then get back outside and soak up the warm weather. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. Factor offsets 100% of their delivery emissions, source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices, and feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. This July, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered right to your door. Ready in just two minutes? No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash macvoices50 and use the code macvoices50 to get 50% off. That's code macvoices50 at factor.com slash macvoices50 to get 50% off. Thanks to Factor for supporting MacVoices. Um, let's wrap up with some fun things. How about it? Let's have fun. Yes. Spotify. That's why we come here, Chuck. That's, that's the only reason. <laughs> All right. Well, good. That's, that's good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. So let's hit some Spotify stories all at once. Spotify. <laughs> see, I knew, I knew you'd love it. Spotify has been fined 5.4 million for violating GDPR data rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Harry and Megan, I guess, and Spotify oh, are going yeah. their separate ways. 
Whole and business being on a podcast in the first place. And yeah. Ooh. But they got Ooh. their twenty billion out of it, so they're yeah, okay. They oh no, 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 Ooh. no. We'll come back to that. We'll come back Ooh. to okay. that. Ooh. And uh, let's let's also mention that just today, um, Spotify allegedly allegedly is going to finally get around to launching their Hi-Fi or lossless service, but at a substantial premium over what anybody else charges. No surprise. <laughs> all right, and have don't at blame it, guys. Apple for all of it. Okay. Yes. Well, go ahead, Mark. I, I want to hear yeah, your opinion. Yeah, Mark, I want to hear it. And, yeah, and, yeah. And we... Megan and uh, Harry. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So I saw so the GPDR. I mean, I ran into that. You know, I saw it seems like a little technicality that maybe they're not as when user was going to say, what data do you have on me and how are you using it? They were slow to respond. So um, I, I mean, I don't think you can really you know, criticize them about that other than yes, you know, they should respond faster and that's why they get fined, whatever it was, five or six million dollars. You know, that's a slap on the wrist. Um Megan and Harry, uh that broke at the end of last week, and over the weekend, there's somebody at Spotify was quoted as saying they're just a bunch of effing grifters because yeah. in three years all they did is released uh 13 podcasts so yeah uh, it's one podcast 17 episodes yes you know or, or they're a bunch of effing lazy grifters i think is what they said so <laughs> yeah okay so obviously you know so spotify we've talked about this them before they've had diff- different rounds of layoffs so again they're trying to you know rationalize and tr- their business and try to eke out uh, some profits because you know, this year they're predicted to lose two dollars and forty-eight cents a share, and next year's the Hail Mary pass. You're expected a one cent a share profit. So, you know, there's obviously a lot of hope there. Uh, you know, the stock has gone up a lot. You know, rallied this year. Uh, don't ask me why, but we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. So, um, the more important question I would ask is: now that Harry and Megan they've done their show on Netflix. You know, they've shared more details in Harry's book, The Spare. What else do they have to offer? I mean, it seems like all they're sharing dirt about the royal family is done. You know, so will they just disappear into obscurity? Uh, the British tabloid press won't let them do that. Mm-hmm. They're, 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 they're there for life. So um, he's currently in a lawsuit with them anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was hacking? phone data or something like that. Anyway, I'm sorry, Chuck. Well, no, didn't I see something though that um that Megan was allegedly and maybe she did, I don't know, but she was supposed to produce a podcast um about, you know, women uh, notable women or something and with she Serena did. Yeah. was was were they the ones that were done? Yeah, Serena yes. Williams. Yeah, that was one I forget. Okay. It's called Archetypes, I think was the name of the show and it mm-hmm. had like 12 or 13 episodes. And I, yeah, I think Serena Williams was the first. If don't don't quote me on that, I think she maybe had been the first kickoff uh, for the for the series. But uh, yes, yeah, I, I don't know. And it I launched about a year ago, but still, you know, thirteen. Yeah. Chuck, you like, you you can rattle off a dozen shows. You know, just between now and next morning, when you go to you know when you go to bed mm-hmm. and wake up, you know, for them just, not to be able to do more than thirteen shows in three years in twenty twenty one, so two two and a half or whatever yeah um obviously all- spotify didn't get what they wanted and they canceled it well, well some of them 
I mean, some of the high, some of these high profile media people now are doing their own podcasts. Um, uh, Hoda from the Today Show, Today Show. And Chuck Todd from NBC and um, was doing the Chuck Todd cast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, you know, and and it's like, okay, so there are only so many people that you can interview and, you know, and they're doing these big production things and, you know, and it's like, you guys, I mean, I think it's great that, that you can dig down into some, some niche stuff. Um, but it just feels like they're, they're kind of missing the point of what a podcast could be, should be. But that's that, that may be a whole discussion for another time. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I I will throw another. This is an ugly URL, and I'm sorry, but it's just the one that came up. But apparently, one thing that is uh, Spotify is not going to give up on podcasts because Trevor Noah is oh, yeah, going Trevor to be Noah just a weekly it. podcast. Um, you know, uh, with the, the the weekly podcast will focus on quote the hottest and most captivating topics of the moment. Yeah. See how long that lasts. I call both. You know, I mean, I think I think their biggest I think their biggest podcast property is Joe Rogan. You know, I think all everything else they're doing is you know second or third or fourth tier, mm-hmm. and um, I really want to see the J. I saw some excerpts on YouTube of the Joe Rogan JFK Jr. interview. Uh, I thought maybe they might open it up, you know, for, you know, people to get them to sign in, but no, you have to register. And I said, you know, you know, nuts to you. And, uh, you know, I didn't, uh, I just didn't see it, but there's yeah. a lot of other JFK junior interviews you know, all over the place. You know, if uh, people want to go and look, you know, there's a great one with Jordan Peterson and, uh, you know, there are others out there. So, uh, back to the panel. Yeah, but uh, Spotify made a big bet on podcasts a few years back, and it had to say that it hasn't paid off is putting it very mildly. Well, and and we've completely ignored the one the one other one that I threw in there, and that is that they're they're allegedly going to bring out this hi fi lossless tier, but. I mean, they're talking. There were now. This is all rumored right now, but mm-hmm. you know, at like twenty dollars a month, <laughs> you know, as opposed to what you can get from Apple and Amazon and Tidal and you know everybody else without. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I said, yeah, I I said earlier, uh, I said you know, freeloaders, uh, you know, was it was a problem, you know, on that story. Spotify clearly has a problem. They have way too many freeloaders. They're about, uh, this is from memory, about 85% of their download. Um, they're 10% of their business. They're wildly unprofitable compared to, you know, their money paying, you know, customers. So I don't know if their money paying customers really care um, about, you know, I didn't see the thing. Is it is is it, is it flack or lossless or just some other no. super high sampling rate? They're just calling it hi-fi. And no details about what hi-fi means? Nope. All all they said it's not lossless. Okay. <laughs> so it's some something that's better that we're not telling you how, and we want you to pay us another $20 a month on trust. Yes, they, for for trust, they will have you pay twice as much as the competition. 
and they're calling it supreme supremium that's related that, that's next on the periodic chart of the elements that's right uh, after unobtainium <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I I said to Spotify, good luck with that. Um, <laughs> um so Web or uh, Eric, did you tell me you're a? Do I remember that you were a Spotify user? Uh, no. Okay, Web, Web was Web was I was um, and it was because uh, the one of my cars, the Tesla, had a Spotify subscription, but. Uh, within the last year, they went to Apple Music, so I just moved over to Apple Music in the car. Uh, I don't have to connect my – it's not through my phone and all that. And I really like it. As a matter of fact, I was listening to it tonight. I was kind of amazed that uh, – I was listening to a Jimi Hendrix song, and I was amazed at how how clear it sounded. So anyway, so I, I was on Spotify. did it for a year. Uh, let that expire and, and stuck with my um, Apple Music because my Apple One account. I was already paying for it anyway. So – Brian, Spotify? No, no, that's perfect for me. Okay. I again, this is. I mean, I guess there are people that that either are so invested in Spotify that they will pay this um, rather than switch over. Although there are some interesting little programs out there to move your your Spotify playlist over to uh, Apple Music, but it it just every time every time a Spotify story pops up. Yeah, I just have the impression they're kind of like clawing at things, trying to trying to find lightning in a bottle. You know that they hit with Joe Rogan and and whoever said it. You know that's that was a that was a, a good investment. It seems to have actually paid off for them. But all these other things, they just don't seem to be able to get their act together. So. Um, so we're a little bit over time, but I want to make sure we got to, because that's just so much fun. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's go around and let uh, folks know where they can find you and then we'll get out of here. Um, so how about if we do last in first out, um, with Mr. Eric Bolden, Eric, glad you could make it even for just a little while. Um, what's the best way for folks to connect with you when the power's on? I, I can be reached, um, uh, Mastodon at EA Bolden at techhub.social. Thank you, sir. And next week, we want a new picture of the peach. I'll have to water it. It's so dry <laughs> here. It's like we have to hydrate it. It's just a little essence of peach. Throw a bunch well, of water on it. Make it well, Expand it a little. Hydrate it. We want, to, we want a peach sundae. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mark Fuccio, um, the the, I'm not sure if he's a bull or a bear tonight. Where can where can <laughs> folks find you? I don't know if I'm a bull or bear either. You know, you will have to see what Powell says uh, in these next two days in in front of uh, the House and the Senate, and if he scares the markets. But uh, best way to find me always is on uh, on Twitter at m a r k f u c c i o, all lowercase. Thank you, Mark. Web, you're going to have a hard time going uh, outdoing yourself on that shirt. I mean, I just I love that shirt <laughs> and the tie. I love it. Yeah, well, with the white collar to go with it. So. I know, I know. It's just it's it's stunning. And is is the suit gray or is it? Uh, it's kind of brown. 
like a like a tan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tan, yeah, yeah. It's good. Good looking outfit. Good looking outfit. Thank you. Thank you. Where can uh, where can folks connect with you for uh, sartorial advice? Uh, <laughs> best not to, but um, you can find me uh, uh, Web Bixby at twit.social or Web Bixby at that other service that we dare not speak of. So on the Twitter. So thank you, Web. <laughs> Brian. Flanagan Arthurs, thank you so much for being here. Um, I don't even know what to say except happy graduation, even though you didn't graduate, but have <laughs> good job in getting them out the door. Where can folks thank connect you. with you? <laughs> uh, yeah, a couple of places. Uh, Mastodon. Uh, so add Brian8944 at mastodon.cloud. And then also Twitter at Brian8944. Thank you very much, Brian. Thank you for having me. The other guy with the tie, Ben Rathig. Ben, good to have you. Where can folks connect with you? Well, Chuck, you can find me on your social media of choice at Ben Rathig. My website, rathig.tech, on Thursday nights on David Ginsburg's In Touch with iOS, and Thursday and Friday on the British Tech Network on the Big and Mac shows, and of course here. Thank you, Ben. Good to have you. It's always good to be here, Chuck. Mr. Ginsburg, the guy with all the colored buttons over in the corner um, of his screen, where can folks connect with you? Roadcaster. Uh, you could find me at In Touch with iOS, at InTouchWithiOS.com. Uh, YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash In Touch with iOS. Uh, on social media, I'm on Dave G65 in most places Macedon, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, and you find me on the Mac show on Fridays. And uh, thanks for having me. Thank you, David. Last but absolutely not least, Mr. Move himself, Jim Ray. Jim, where should folks connect with you? Uh, if the power is on, you can find me on the web at uh, proview.com, P-R-O-V-U-E. You can also find me on Mastodon at uh, proviewjim at techhub.social. And if the power is not on, then you'll just have to come up the street and uh, say "moof." <laughs> you know, I, I I think we may have just given you a permanent nickname, Mister Moof. I, I like Oof. that. All, all in favor? <laughs> just like Mister Bean, Mister Moof, Mister Moof. Oh, we we have a couple people voting for it, Jim. Well, so it's, it's a it's a name with a long tradition in the Apple world. So yeah, you you could do a lot worse. <laughs> nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. <laughs> named after a named after a dog cow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, a converged device. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices Live. We do this craziness every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time it is, wherever you are. We've had a great time having some folks in the chat room tonight. Uh, we'd love to have you join us next Tuesday and the next Tuesday and the next Tuesday because we do this constantly. Uh, until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit MacVoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with MacVoices magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices, 
or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.